I'm Alicia Rubin, and you're listening to Beauty Tap's Luminary Spotlight podcast, where I have intimate conversations with powerhouses of the beauty industry, including brand founders, CEOs, and medical doctors about the businesses, products, treatments, and innovations making noise. Delighted you're joining us. Welcome everybody to today's Beauty Top Luminary Spotlight, where we are sitting down with the industry's most revered and influential names. Today, we are so excited to have with us board-certified plastic surgeon, Dr. Julius Few, author, journalist, and editor at Goop, Jean Godfrey June, and the CEO of a fascinating new skincare line, Intuise. Isabel Greiner. Welcome, everybody. Today, we're diving into a topic that seemingly the majority of people have an insatiable appetite to learn more about, and that is skin rejuvenation. The products, treatments, ingredients, and procedures designed to soften, complement, and support the aging process, not exaggerate it for a very refreshed, natural, undone look. And we're gonna dive right into this. Uh, Dr. Few, you are sought after around the world for your very natural approach. We have spoken about this in the past, avoiding an exaggerated look, embracing our natural beauty, your four-dimensional approach. I'd love to hear from you about both the surgical and non-surgical advances we can start off with non-surgical, and I appreciate that you embrace both. What are the new technologies, the new energies um, within these procedures that we're seeing now? I know that there is Softwave, BBL, there is micro um, needling with radio frequency. Please let us know what is exciting you right now. Well, yeah, first of all, thank you for having me. It's an honor to be here. And as you alluded to in your introduction, it's it's kind of a crowded space with a lot of offerings. And really the, the way that I boil down the non-surgical kind of aspect of allowing people to look their best, but yet not going too far is what I call stackable treatments for strategically targeting very specific issues of the early aging process. It's not about anti-aging, but it's about proactive aging. And, and really aging in the most graceful way. And so what I found is that if you, as you mentioned, Softwave is micro-focused ultrasound, it's uh, generation 2.0, where you're delivering a very controlled, localized ultrasonic energy, heat energy, to allow for tightening and kind of relifting of the tissue internally. And then you can introduce something like a broadband light with the platform also uh, called MJUL, which is uh, the big parent is Halo. That is very effective to treat the outer surface and then strategically replacing lost volume, not over volumizing, which we've seen in the past, but rather just kind of, if you will, adding to what has been lost from the tank, so to speak where things have started to droop or sag, you can get a really effective kind of non-surgical rejuvenation in many people. It's such an exciting time in beauty that we have all these offerings today. So it must be very thrilling for you, both on a non-surgical and surgical perspective to be able to offer so many aging supportive procedures. 
with regards to SoftWave, which has been getting a lot of attention lately and Halo, is there any pain involved at all? And how long are the treatments usually? So two very, uh, really, I think, great questions. The short answer is yes, SoftWave does come with some discomfort, but there are lots of strategies to help kind of alleviate the discomfort. Um, we helped launch that platform. We've been very fortunate with you Institute to, to really get access to most technologies on the market before they're commercially available. So we've had a chance to kind of look at ways to deliver the treatment, both to get the result, which is what everybody's after, but also to do it hopefully in the most comfortable way. And there are a bunch of strategies to do that. If we have time, I'll kind of touch on those. But I think that overall, when I look at something like SoftWave, it really is the next generation of focused ultrasound, a truly non-invasive way to actually lift structures of the face and neck. It's FDA cleared for that. And so it's kind of tried and true. And what kind of has led to SoftWave being in the news lately is it just got approval for cellulite treatment. So again, a truly non-surgical modality that we're really excited to kind of roll into our kind of toolbox as a way to help with a problem that affects at some point really just about every woman in their lifetime. So this is a, it, I think it's a really important and exciting new breakthrough. Just in time for summer and it, and it cellulite affects men as well, right? It, it does. It does. It's it's a condition that is, I think, unfair in its kind of dominance in, in, in women. There are lots of theories as to why that's the case, but you're absolutely right. It can also affect men. And it's actually more in some ways stigmatizing because most men think that it's not possible that it could affect them, and it does. And so then you're, it's that double hit. And so we found that men may be less likely to come to an office to get improvement because they're embarrassed. So what we hope to see come out of this, this new development is kind of helping to take some of that stigma away. Yes, it's equal opportunity, that cellulite. Uh, well, thank you for sharing that. I, I, we're gonna come back to talking about some of these procedures. I also wanna talk about skincare at home care that supports the aging process in a natural way. We, of course, Dr. Few, you have a foray, your beautiful advanced skincare collection. We have Jean Godfrey June here with Goop and they have many beautiful products. I am loving the new eye patches, which by the way, I just have hereditarily puffy eyes that bag underneath and I really found that they help. So I'm excited to continue using them. And Isabel as well from Intui Skincare, which we're going to get into NAD, your ingredient and delivery system. Let's start first, Jean, with you. You've covered beauty for the majority of your career, and you know this space so well. Uh, talk to us a little bit about some of the Goop products that help support a natural aging process help enhance, you know, aging in a beautiful, natural way, even products outside of Goop, of course, that you are really excited about. Well, I will say a product I love outside of Goop is Dr. Fuse Afore Retinol, which has CBD in it. And retinol can make you red, it definitely makes me red. And with that CBD in there brilliantly, doesn't do it, but it still works. It's amazing. So 
Love that product. Inside Goop, I mean, we got a lot of attention in September when Gwyneth was turning 50 and we introduced this product that we've been working on and trying for a number of years called Sleep Milk. That's an alpha hydroxy acid, you know, just a peel overnight, but it has ingredients in it that make it feel amazing on the skin. It's not so irritating, but it still has the the power of the alpha hydroxy acid. You know, a lot of mild alpha hydroxy acid products don't do so much to your skin. This one really does it, but also is just a way better experience. And is, you know, it's moisturizing while it's also exfoliating, which is the the, you know, sort of a, a gold standard. There's there's retinol and then there's also just speeding up your skin cell renewal process by exfoliating, using something like retinol and moisturizing. That combination, I think, is a really powerful one. And then for me, the other big ingredient that ever since it came out, um, <laughs> vitamin C. I we, we have a great vitamin C serum that mixes a little hyaluronic acid with it. And it's so it's moisturizing as well as brightening, but it's the one product that I feel like people see a difference. Like they really see a difference very quickly. Other products can take longer to to show their results. And vitamin C, I my experience when I first started using it, I walked with a friend every day, and she was like, "What have you been doing to your skin? Like, did you go to the dermatologist? Like, what's up? You know?" And um, I was like, "Well, what did I do? Oh, I guess I started using vitamin C." And I was like. Oh. <laughs> And then a couple of weeks later, we're walking and I look at her and I'm like, wow, she looks amazing. Like what? I was like, what's up with your skin? And she's like, Jean, I got the vitamin C. Like it really, if there's one ingredient that sort of gets someone going. So, you know, as far as like goop products that I have to have, it's sleep milk at night, vitamin C in the morning, and then mineral sunscreen, super important. Chemical sunscreens blend in easier. They also contain many irritants and the, why you would be, you know, we all know that irritation can cause inflammation, which causes aging in the end, premature aging. So why you'd be putting that on your face every day for me makes no sense. So I love mineral sunscreens. There's like, there's a great one called Unsun that we sell on Goop. Organic Pharmacy is another great one. They have an incredible SPF 50. I love the one from Naturopathica. Everything on Goop is clean. So we, that's a, you know, they, they all have to be mineral, which I think is best, but those are the, those are the big hits for me. <laughs> you mentioned the the eye patches. Those are just like, those at the moment are just selling like hotcakes. They make, you know, they, again, when you see a result right away and then also get long-term benefits, the those are a product that really delivers that where you see a benefit right away, you put them on for 10 minutes, you're going to look better, tighter, less puffy, brighter, but then it has, if you use them every day over time, you get long-term benefits too. Yes, they definitely worked. And <laughs> I want to talk a little bit later to Dr. Few about some of the treatments that non-surgically can help with giving the eyes a lift and also helping with bags underneath, which is a common complaint from so many. Isabel, mm -hmm. your line in Tuise is fascinating. The um, star ingredient is NAD. I'd love for you to talk about that. I, and I, I believe it's also cold processed, which is different. And you have a very unique delivery system as well. So again, talking about skin rejuvenation, we heard from Jean about vitamin C, about sunscreen, 
uh, about ingredients and products that really help soften the aging process for our our at-home care. So I'd love to hear about Intuiz and what you have discovered there and why we would want to incorporate these ingredients into our skincare regimens. Definitely. Thank you so much. And again, thank you for having me here again. Also very honored to be here today. Our brand is brand new to the market. So we just launched in November. So we're two and a half months old in early stages, but really the brand is based on NAD plus, which is at the core of longevity science, which many people have taught, you know, we're starting to hear more and more about. We've heard, I think it's become more commercialized through David Sinclair's book, Lifespan, but really, so I think it's become more common knowledge about this miracle molecule that actually exists in every single human cell. So it's a naturally occurring coenzyme. And what's unique about our process at Intuis is that so first of all, actually, I should tell you what it does. So this coenzyme for the layman out there is integral to ATP production inside the cell, which is really the battery of the cell. So energy production inside a cell is also imperative for DNA repair within the cell. So it really helps to, um, so basically when you have a cell and it's healthy and then it's, let's say, damaged by UV, for example, it then needs repair, right? So basically your metabolic processes within your cell will then go to work and try to repair that. If they're not able to repair it, then the cell becomes senescent. It goes into a state of senescence and just sort of hangs out in your body. It doesn't, your body doesn't actually get rid of it right away. It just hangs out there and then eventually dies. And those senescent cells are actually responsible for inflammation, aging, disease, et cetera. And that is true of every single cell in your body, including organs, but also of course in skin cells, which is the body's biggest organ. So we were really inspired by this longevity science and said, you know, how can we bring this to skincare? And what we've done in our unique delivery system is develop a liposomal formulation of this NAD+, which we call active NAD+, which basically takes the molecule and squishes it down so that it's able to permeate the skin barrier and go into the cell permeate into the cell. And we've done extensive studies with a specific um, skincare institute in France to actually prove that permeability to the lower levels of the dermis. And we've also done extensive experiments with the University of Zurich. So all of this is developed and produced in Switzerland. We do all of our research in Switzerland. And one of our chief scientists is Professor Giovanni Camici, who is the director of molecular cardiology at the University of of Zurich. And he does these experiments on ex vivo, so human cadaver cells, and looks at the efficacy of NAD plus alone versus our liposomal NAD plus and has shown that we are able to reduce the number of senescent cells and increase healthy lifespan significantly. So reduce the number of senescent cells by 30% within 48 hours. So it's really incredible. We've also just to continue on that path, we've also 
done sort of not just your typical clinical trials, but also proven, and actually Jean kind of spurred this thought for me, proven that at the concentration which in which we have it in both our face serum and our essential cream, which are both on the market now, we're able to stimulate collagen 1, elastin, and laminin 5 production in the skin cells at the same same level or better than retinol without sort of that redness that Jean was talking about. So it's super sensitive to the skin. And then finally, one of the really amazing things that we've done, which is kind of exactly what Jean was saying also, is I sort of said, that's super great. So I'm reducing my senescent cells, increasing healthy lifespan. It's sort of like we take probiotics and we know we know it's good for us, but I want to see it on my face every single morning. So if there are long-term benefits, that's fantastic, but I really want some short-term benefits as well. And so what we've done is packed each of the formulations full of other clean ingredients like peptides, like hyaluronic acid, so that I get like that immediate, what I call post-yoga flush, <laughs> immediate um, in the mornings, right away when you put it on. And it, each one of those ingredients are also at a clinically effective level. So I was really motivated to have something that's super clean, but really, really effective and the science behind it to prove it. This is really exciting. And by the way, Isabel and Jean, you both are not wearing much makeup as far as I can tell. And your skin looks phenomenal. So vitamin C, retinol, uh, NAD+, these are ingredients we want to know about, learn about, and be utilizing. I'm really excited to try Intuise. And it's just fascinating how fast technology is moving in skincare with these ingredients. It's all about ingredients and delivery systems because we'll see products out there and they may have the ingredients in them, the buzzy ingredient terms, but is it really getting into the skin and doing something or is it just remaining on the surface and making our skin feel soft? So that's something I'd love to learn a little bit more about from you as well. And Dr. Few, you know, with a 4A and um, CBD, which has been such a buzzy word, both as taking it internally and then using it in skincare. Please um, enlighten us a bit and help us understand the benefits of CBD. And in particular, I'm a big fan of your CR emulsion. Well, I, so I think it, you, you definitely summarize the main points. Ingredients and delivery are the key kind of components. My background has been, and certainly in cutaneous kind of science and medicine, I have a couple of patents related to delivery systems for the skin for different medical indications. And so my background goes more than 20 years kind of looking at cutaneous and dermatologic science. And so I became very curious about CBD when I opened my practice in Los Angeles. I'm based primarily in Chicago, but about a little over six years ago, and in particular botanicals and then looking at CBD. And to Gene's point, and thank you, Gene, for sharing, I'm gonna I'm gonna give an equal compliment or greater for, for the goof and goof genes effort in just a second. But to me, CBD really offered a tool conceptually that we thought would help to diminish some of the irritating signs and kind of symptoms of retinol use, especially if you go to higher doses. And little did we know that in our clinical studies, which we published, and it actually was one of the 
the most cited uh, references last year in, a, in the main kind of aesthetic peer-reviewed journal. What we found is that there indeed was a synergy in terms of the delivered effect. And so this really represented, little did we know, the first clinical study that was published that showed efficacy or benefit of CBD with the retinol or even CBD in, in skincare. So this was very exciting for us. And then we, it led us also, we have a CBD mist that is also part of our skincare kind of program. But the thing that I'm excited about in this space of skincare, and, and I certainly have looked at and leaned on what Goop and Goop Jeans has done, is really the whole idea of clean beauty. And, and I think that they really led the charge of looking at in a really aggressive way, ingredients that are potentially harmful to the skin or to our body. And so we are really working hard to try to play by their playbook in some of the things. We, again, we can't claim to be completely clean because some of the products we, we have ingredients that are designed to kind of trigger the skin and then get a return of activity. But I, I commend kind of what Goop has done and I'm excited we are actually planning to trial the, the lower eyelid patches as well. I think that would be a great complement to some of the non-surgical things that I do and frankly, the surgical things I do. So that, you know, it just shows this kind of collaboration. I did have a question I can't, I, and hopefully it's okay if I ask, you know, NAD is something that, you know, I've been curious about and it. It's something that has been looked at and <laughs> for some time. The big thing, and you kind of touched on it, because of its, its uh, ATP yes. effect, you do get a significant potential boost in, in circulation, which for many people, especially if they have fairer skin or even more intermediate light tan skin, they can get quite a bit of redness, at least some of the research that we did kind of early on. And I'm just curious how that has affected your work and research and how you've managed, especially with the penetration science that you've described yeah. and that rapid uptake, how your potential clients manage the redness that can come with them. So that's really interesting that you mentioned that. I, we, so, so in all honesty, we have not observed that. And in fact, and this is just anecdotal, this is not from my, so I just want to be really clear, this is not from our clinical trials. So we did clinical trials both on an eye serum that we're launching in March, as well as on the essential cream. And, and both of those redness did not come up, but anecdotally, so I haven't seen that. I've seen that it's actually very gentle to the skin, but anecdotally, I have two people. So it's a sample, an N of two, where I've had two customers come back to me that said they have battled with rosacea, which again, I am not a dermatologist. So um, I'm going to, we can, we can definitely have a debate about it. And I, like I said, it's only anecdotal. So that have had, that have suffered from rosacea and like never leave the house without foundation and that used the serum for a month and saw a significant reduction actually in the rosacea. So I don't know. Yeah, the answer is I don't, we'll, I don't we'll know, but we can definitely follow up offline. Um, I, I we should definitely follow up offline. And we, I, I have um, 
Also, like like I said, I won't go into the full detail of the clinical trial results as well as the experiments. But like I said, they kind of fall into those four buckets, and meaning we did clinical trials, we did the permeability, we did the dosage to see the stimulation of different biomarkers, and then we do these experiments with the University of Zurich on like senescence, cell lifespan, et cetera. But you know, what's also interesting, which I would think you would, you should ask me about, which um, we, we touched on earlier was this cold chain. So what we found in competitor products or products in general that are out on the market with NAD plus is many of them are a combination of precursors. So they will be NR, NMN, and NAD plus, but you know, our scientists, so Giovanni Camici will tell you that if you have NR and NMN, it doesn't, these precursors, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to end up with the NAD plus levels being supplemented. And so what you really want is the NAD plus. And, and so, hence, you need to make sure that it can permeate to the lower levels of the skin. Like I said, with the liposome, we've proven that. But secondly, you do need to keep it at a certain temperature. So we've been very transparent with this. Again, we're a new new company. So, so far we have 18 months. I take that 18 months of data where um, we see that the NAD plus formulation is stable, refrigerated for 18 months and is stable at room temperature for two months. So for consumer, they need to use up. So the, hence, we also have a refill system. So you use one refill at a time, load your ac- applicator, use it immediately within two months and put the second one in the refrigerator. Because again, we've been very transparent that it degrades over time. So at room temperature, so not dramatically, it's not like it goes from like milk, like it goes sour after you know a month. But it does slowly start to degrade, which means the efficacy degrades. And, you know, from a regulatory perspective, my formula is totally stable for 36 months. And so I could absolutely say, hey, don't worry, keep it at room temperature for 36 months. But we know it degrades. And hence, that transparency is really core to to our brand and our ethos. And, you know, just like the clean ingredients, like all of that transparency, I think, is, has been really important to us because there are so many just like with your treatments, you know, like the non-surgical, there's so many products out there. There's so many treatments out there. And I think it's really hard for consumers to really be able to make an informed decision. I agree with you completely. There's a gene. I can only imagine what comes through on your desk. Like same for me, even as someone who knows so much about beauty and I know you do as well how confusing it can be for us. I can't imagine how confusing it is for the lay men and women who don't get the type of deep education that we get. And it's, you know, every day there is some new technology. There is a new ingredient, a new delivery system. I mean, just in the last week, I received and did three desk sides about products that you know, are really interesting and have clinical trials to back up their claims. So it it is a confusing world out there, but also really, really exciting that at our fingertips, we have products we can use in the comfort of our home and treatments that don't require cutting that can help us feel and look our best. For sure. I, I, the one thing that I would say is that people, you know, more and more we're starting to see before and afters 
you know, where the 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 products that are coming on the market that have these, you know, super powered ingredients start to have an effect that is visible. And it's sort of just like that former vitamin C example. When when you can see a difference, it makes a huge it, it makes the decision for you. <laughs> but it's really those clinical trials where you have hard data that really make all the difference. And I always recognize when brands are doing that. I know it's a costly venture, but it certainly is very important. And another key piece for educating consumers, because when I see those clinical trials, and like you said, Jean, before and afters, that can really drive, you know, interest and give confidence in making a purchase. Well, I think it was a key piece, clinicals in particular, Gwyneth always insisted on them from the beginning in making, you know, it was and and other clean companies doing clinicals helped change the perception, which was incorrect, that if something was clean, it was going to be somehow less effective or not, you know, have the same kind of results. And when you do clinicals, you refute that. And so that's why they've been really important for Goop since the beginning. It's so nice to see even the drugstore brands uh, really moving towards doing clean formulations. You know, you may see the regular and then the drugstore brand also came out with their clean version. So I know that Goop has been quite a big driver of that. Yeah, I remember when I started, I was like, what am I going to write about? There's like three brands, <laughs> you know, that, that pass our standards. And it's certainly changed exponentially. And consumers are demanding it. They have become educated and they know about ingredients that are harmful to their bodies and, and their children. What Jean has achieved at Goop, as well as what you know we're striving for, is that to really prove that clean beauty can be highly effective. And so, and so I think like all of that, even you know what Dr. Fuse do, all of that is really important that we say we do clinicals, but we're also doing studies that advance the knowledge set in you know the the body of knowledge in the science of longevity. So we really start to like have something that really like builds out that creates the future advanced body, not just product focus, but really the thinking behind it and the knowledge. Absolutely. I wanted to get back to the eye area, Dr. Few and, and Isabel and Jean as well. Goop has come out with their iPads. There are some lovely iPads on the market, eye creams, eye serums. Um, these procedures, let's talk about a little bit, the soft wave, uh, micro channeling, micro needling, radio frequency. Which energies in these procedures, these non-surgical procedures, are you, Dr. Few, a fan of in terms of rejuvenating the eye area? Because that is a very common complaint. Um, and it's also maybe a little more approachable in improving, you know, over someone who needs a full facelift. Absolutely. And, and so, I mean, the saying, the eyes are the window to the soul. I think it's also, you know, the reality eyes are really a barometer of how we're feeling, how we're, you know, are we happy, sad, are we tired? Are we feeling rested and kind of at peace? And people can misread signs of things that are negative when in reality, that given person is not feeling those sensations. So the most common, and as an eye expert, I mean, I, I, help write books about eye plastic surgery, I very early on, 20 years ago, I became very curious about non-surgical strategies 
to make people look better because not everybody wants to undergo the knife. And so what I found is that really, if we look at the eye area, it breaks down into three categories. It's usually skin-related wrinkling. The fancy term for that is dermatophilasis. You have puffiness. The fancy term for that is steatoblepharon. And then you have pigmentation issues. Usually it's dark circles or rings around the eye. And so what we try to do is target each of those parameters through kind of a selective strategic approach that is non-surgical. I personally do not like using invasive or radiofrequency-based microneedling around the eye area because I feel it's a little bit too aggressive for that area. And a lot of people can react very unpredictably to it. And so in that area, I do like the idea of using focused or micro-focused ultrasound because it doesn't break that very delicate skin. Our skin of the eyelid is the thinnest skin in our body. So it, it allows for delivery of energy, which can shrink puffy eyelids without having to actually put anything through the skin. So that's number one. Number two, I love the latest technology, which is broadband light. There's a 2.0 version of that that Cyton uh, just put out, which is a game changer, delivers very high intensity energy with minimal heat. So you can actually make dark circles lighter. I had a man who I treated who had the darkest circles in his under eyes, fair skin otherwise. He looked like he had people, he ran a big company and people would ask him, were you drinking hard last night? I was able in a series of treatments, and it is, it was rough. I mean, but he, his wife finally dragged him to the office and said, you got to do something. And ultimately, in a series of four treatments, it, they, they were totally lifted and he had, you know, mm. normal skin again. So that's, you know, and then if we look at the idea of really kind of the skin quality, um, there are modalities in the form of laser. And I love the topical applications. Like I said, do putting out their newest product. I'm excited to incorporate that into our skincare um, on the eyelid area, but doing laser and or non-invasive radio frequency, which is called Pelivay, you can actually make that skin look dramatically better, again, non-surgically. So I think when we look at this combination of approaches, you can actually, without scaring somebody, you can actually make the eyes look better. Which is so key because it, it is a frightening endeavor, um, any type of cutting. Obviously, that is part of your artistry, Dr. Few. So we know that millions of people do that. I've even dabbled with the thought of one day I'm going to want to have my eyes done, but I'm too chicken. Um, but I'm grateful that there are these other modalities available now. And I feel like in a few years, if my eyelids get heavier, or my under eye gets puffier, I'm just going to take the plunge because I see what beautiful work you do and so many uh, talented surgeons out there. Um, in terms of the brand names of these treatments that you shared, Cyton and uh, the other energies, which ones would you like to suggest just so those watching know what to request so i would definitely i think cytons uh technology which is bbl is the the acronym which stands for broadband light 100 a go-to i think softwave and Altera for the under eye area again game changers their focus or micro focused ultrasound 
And then there is a role for selective or strategic filler placement around the eye. Again, I think filler has gotten a bad rap because too much is put in. Literally, you can do a fraction of a syringe of product for both eyes, and it, it can make a dramatic difference. And a lot of times it's funny, and the biggest advice I would give your audience don't make your injector, whether it's a dermatologist, plastic surgeon, or someone who's doing the injection around the eye, don't make them put the entire syringe in. It's unnecessary. You're better off to have them throw away half of it and then get a really nice natural result. People ask me all the time, why is it that somebody looks like they have puffy eyelids or sausages under their eyes? That's because their injector, along with maybe the patient, has, has said, well, don't waste it, just put it in and it'll last longer. That does not work. So I think that's that's the biggest thing. And so my go-to for kind of filler in the under eye is um, either Restylane, which was one of the original fillers, which is kind of tried and true. I've used that product for well over 20 years. But then as of late, I've started using uh, RHA, which is a Revance technology, which is really a game changer in the space. It's a biodynamic filler. So it actually bends and kind of deforms and then re-expands under animation. So that's become a really interesting tool also. And so those are some of the names I'm speaking without, you know, there's no conflict of interest to speak out. I just, these have been tried and true products for me in my practice. And I think that, you know, to your point of what you just said, the truth is in the next 10 years, when you really are thinking about your eyes again, we're probably going to have another dozen non-surgical things to, to really look at. So you've got time. That's what I'm waiting for. That something non-surgical is going to miraculously take it all away and take all the puffiness and the heavy droopy eyelids away. So I, I'm willing to be patient, <laughs> um, you know, and, and you touched upon something too, which of course you're revered for is, you know, a very natural light touch. Uh, and we've spoken in the past about this very severe, exaggerated look that has become so pervasive. And it, I, I've noticed since speaking with you and doing that story last year, and I've seen a lot of other stories out there, Gene, I'm sure you've um, covered this as well. You know, that Instagram face, that overfilled face. I do feel that we're coming back to a more natural look, which I'm hoping is going to stay, you know, TikTok and Instagram and the exaggerated faces that we see there, I think will remain. But I think that that consumers are becoming educated, just like you just described, Dr. Few, about not using the entire syringe and just less is more. Well, and I love and I, that's why I'm, I'm so thankful for journalists like you and Gene who help educate the consumer because it's so confusing out there. And it's such an important thing that really that story was groundbreaking and helping draw attention to a really, in my opinion, a public kind of service announcement. The kind of alienation of what somebody looks like, that's not what these products were designed for. I've actually been involved in a number of FDA trials that were necessary to get approval for these products. And all along, we, myself and the other kind of key investigators, we, we emphasize that volume matters, safe, judicious use matters, and we never studied 
the long-term impact of overuse. So to me, a given person is straying into kind of a no person's land by, by overfilling. So not only will they look not as good or unnatural, but they're actually potentially doing a, a disservice to their health. So I think, like you said, I'm also seeing the trend. I think people are moving away from trying to push for more. Um, and I'm very thankful for that. But I do, I credit the two of you with stories that have helped to, to move people away from that because it, it, 100%, it, it doesn't help to try to do more. Thank you. Yes, we're, we're doing our part here, uh, especially being the mother of a 15-year-old daughter. And I see the effects of overinflated extreme faces and how the youth today can just be very seduced by all that. So a hyper yeah, win will continue fighting for the natural look. It um, used to be like yeah. an older looking person was the one who was old, overfilled and that sort of thing. And it does seem to me now like it's a less experienced person who doesn't know who they are yet, you know, and and it's kind of a bummer, but hopefully it'll pass. <laughs> yes. Oh, fingers crossed. I think we're getting to a better place. And I think that people are seeing that overdoing it actually ages you, you know, that you look older when you do that in the end. Well, so, in your aging, um, you're, you, you said it brilliantly. I mean, that, that the reality is you're actually aging the tissue because when you expand the tissue beyond its extracellular capability, you cause microscopic fragmentation, which is the definition of aging. When we age... Collagen bundles, elastin bundles become more disorganized. So you're absolutely right. You're actually on a cellular level, you're aging the tissue. And it's interesting that there was just a Harvard study that came out in the news this week, how they have been able to reverse aging in mice. So the um, landscape is wide open here. And I think there is going to be tremendous developments in this space that, that I'm very excited to learn more about. Um, if you could share each of you, you know, your go-to at home beauty treatment product or your, you know, go-to procedure that you recommend. I mean, Dr. Few, you could have many here. Um, we all could, but so Jean, would you like to start? Sure. I would say in the mornings, vitamin C and a really great face oil. I love Goop's face oil, Vintner's Daughter. Demamiel, just a you know great moisturizer and sunscreen, mineral sunscreen, uh, like on sun uh, or organic pharmacy. In the evenings, I use I love Dr. Fuse serum. That's the CBD and retinol, and I alternate that. I don't use them the same night as sleep milk, the Goop sleep milk, which has alpha hydroxy acids. So I try to get all those three ingredients into my routine. And if I'm dry after I've used either the sleep milk or the or the retinol serum, I'll put on a moisturizer. There's a really great balm from Monastery that I'm super into. If I want to look great for, you know, like a party or something, I will use our new eye masks. Sometimes I use them just in the morning along with my vitamin C, but depends on the day. And also there's a face roller, a vibrating face roller from Jillian Dempsey, who that's just an amazing product, makes you look better for the rest of the day. <laughs> Always nice. And then as far as um, 
Prissy, I actually love, I found SoftWave to be the least painful of SoundWave options um, for me anyway, but everybody's different with those things. So, but I think it's a fantastic technology. Thank you. I'm, there's a few products in there you mentioned that I haven't tried yet. So I'm excited to look into those. <laughs> Isabel, what are um, some of your go-tos? I'll keep it short and simple. I think for me, it is, you know, morning and evening, I always cleanse religiously. And then I, but I use cold water because I also do cold showers and dry brushing. So like the face needs to get the same treatment. So I do, <laughs> um, <laughs> I do, like I said, cleanse with cold water. Then I do use the roller and I use our face serum. That's my minimum. And that's like that mascara and lip gloss and I'm ready to go. If I need extra moisturization, then I use our essential cream, but that's really basically what I do. I cleanse cold water, face serum. And like I said, it gives me that like immediate glow and I'm low maintenance most days. So lip gloss and some mascara and I'm ready out the door. <laughs> Thank you. And it goes back to keeping it simple. We don't have to overdo it. You two are prime examples. Your skin is beautiful. You don't go overboard. You know, less is more, everybody. Let's let's let that be one of the great takeaways of today. And Dr. Few, who has everything at his disposal and more, uh, what <laughs> are your at-home and uh, in-office beauty secrets? So I also will keep follow the theme of keeping it simple and short and sweet. Um, I love uh, gentle exfoliating. It's a lactic acid-based cleanser that I use uh, typically every night. I also, as Jean had mentioned, I love our CBD retinol since I do have a beard. It is a great way to kind of calm down sometimes the inflammation I get under my beard because I have very coarse curly hair and it just, it literally can take itching away uh, within minutes of putting it on. And then I cheat and I do just a very low dose. I have my nurse Shea at the View Institute in Chicago We'll typically put just a little drop of botulinum injection into my frown area. <laughs> and so, and that's, <laughs> I, I cheat with that. I, I try putting more in, but then my kids say I look like a, like a, a little baby child. So I'm not allowed, they won't allow me to do it. Uh, I, I deliberately leave that line right here because if I knock it out, it just doesn't look right at uh, 56 years of age. So, that's kind of my, uh, that's my routine. And I try to keep it simple. Well, I want to thank all of you for sharing so much that is so important in the space of beauty, um, treatments, products, ingredients, technologies that really help again, complement the aging process, not overpower it. And we've learned so much today from all of you. There is a wealth of products out there, a wealth of treatments that everybody watching this can feel comfortable exploring further, dabbling with. Again, do your research, but there's so much out there that can really help us look refreshed. And key word here is undone. Thank you all so much for joining me today. And we will have to revisit conversations about NAD, about CBD, and all of the new treatments coming down the pipeway. Thank you for joining BeautyTap's Luminary Spotlight podcast. Stay tuned for our next chat with beauty industry thought leaders driving innovation. Find us at beautytap.com 
and follow Beauty Tap on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok at Beauty Tap Official. See you next time.